0: saying hi hey hello to all the things life throws at us and embracing them with open arms i'm your host emily and welcome to the first episode so let's just dive right in um let's start with the why i've wanted to start a podcast for the longest time truly since fall 2020 after the pandemic hit that's you know That's when my adult, quote-unquote, adult life started. Um, I just graduated college that spring, started my first adult job, moved out with my boyfriend at the time, who's now my husband. Um, Life was changing, and it was changing quickly, but I was scared of being judged for the things that I wanted to share or feeling like I was just following the crowd since, you know, I feel like the podcast world is kind of what the YouTube world once was, um... But then I realized all the things in my life that I've experienced, they've been a lesson. Um, It's all subjective. It won't necessarily apply to everyone. But if it applies to just one person who can relate, I believe my podcast has accomplished its goal. So, here we are. I finally decided to take that leap. I want to cover everything. Um, I feel like life is broad, so (laughs) this podcast will be pretty broad. But I want to cover topics regarding, you know, work-life balance, wellness, relationships. And when I say relationships, I mean all relationships. Um, Adult friendships, how they change, well, how friendships change in general. um, Changes in the dynamic with your siblings as you grow older and the relationship you have with yourself. I feel like anxiety is a huge part of being in your 20s. Um, I'm the oldest of four, so I was always the guinea pig for everything. I taught myself a lot. Um, I didn't have many people to go to other than my parents. With that being said, it came with tons of anxieties growing up. I was afraid of messing up or getting in trouble. I was afraid of my siblings messing up. And that kind of turned into becoming a very overbearing older sister. (laughs) I was like their second mom. Can't tell you how many times I was reminded by my parents that I was indeed not the parent. Um, I'm sure all three of them would thoroughly agree. But I knew I had their eyes on me. I was so desperate to be such a good role model, and trust me, I was consistently reminded to be, but I think that fed the anxiety of feeling like I had to do everything right. That hasn't left me. <laughs> Let me just go ahead and throw that out there. There's only a four-year age gap between the four of us, so I'm sure that was hard for my parents, but now I'm thankful um, that it worked out the way it did since we can all go through adulthood together um, and kind of be at the same point in our life. (sighs) I did absolutely everything by the book growing up, and I pretty much still do. Um, The anxieties changed, though, and shifted as the years went on. The year... um, the year of my life between 23 and 24 had such overwhelming anxiety. But I was going through a lot of big life changes, starting with my new position at work, getting engaged, planning a wedding. Those, I mean, getting engaged and planning a wedding, those two things alone will send your stress level through the roof. Um, I mean, some people, I I really commend and admire the brides the grooms who can just you know let water off a duck's back things just roll off my husband was one of them not, not a single thing of wedding planning stressed him out um can't relate but yeah that in itself will send you through turmoil but i finally that year i finally broke down and i went to the doctor I needed to I was having heart palpitations like I something had to give it wasn't just the wedding planning like I don't want that to seem like that was that was what sent me over the edge there was I had a lot going on um but let me say I'm also not one to stigmatize mental health I'm a huge advocate until it comes to me um you always think you know it won't happen to me it won't happen to me. Well it can and it will it doesn't it doesn't discriminate always put yourself first and i mean this is the one body you have this is the one mind you have you have to take care of it i took the meds i went well i went to the doctor prescribed me meds and i did that went that route wasn't for me not saying that can't work for you, but it just, it didn't work for me. Um, that's when I started to kind of take a step back and rewire my brain. And let me tell you, that was hard. Um, it was a lot of self-reflection, a lot of just trying to, trying to change the way I thought about things. And that, that's, that's difficult. Um, but i will say i've felt so i have felt so much better it's a work in progress but i definitely don't feel the same way i did two years ago um i feel like i feel like anxiety is really hard to explain it's very individualized um my anxiety i could never put it into words it was just like an overwhelming feeling of dread or a feeling of impending doom when there's literally nothing to worry about but my brain just kept trying to convince me that there was something out there to worry about and i would get to the point where i would be like like driving to work when i was in the position of being in an office i'd be driving to work and just an overwhelming wave of just worry would rush over me and I would I would get there sit in the parking lot and just bawl my eyes out and I don't know why I can't explain to anybody why um but I was just so scared I don't know if I was scared of you know what's the next step where was I going with life I didn't know what was next for me I don't know I really don't know what what was the deal (laughs) but yeah I struggled with that for probably six very long months and it wasn't something that I felt like I could talk to anybody about because I couldn't tell them why I felt that way it just just it it was what it was that's how I was feeling there was no way to explain it um but I will say I've overcome it we're better now um But, yeah, the anxieties of work, that really started, I would say, in 2020 when I was trying to find said job. Um, But, I mean, that was in the middle of a global pandemic. I really should have been a little easier on myself. So, when I graduated from college in the spring of 2020, I was already filled to the brim with anxiety. I mean, everybody in the world was. We didn't know what was was coming, what was going to happen. But prior to the world shutting down, in February of 2020, I applied for a job in clinical research, hoping it would be my career move post-grad. And luckily, I was able to get an interview, so it went well. Then I didn't hear anything back. Um, I was working at the YMCA at the time, and I got furloughed in March, so I wasn't working at all. Just stuck in the house with my thoughts, um, just like everybody else. I applied to 50-plus jobs that first month after I graduated in May. And I started to become super discouraged, thinking that I was just, I don't know, I was going to be stuck in childcare for the rest of my life. But realistically, that wasn't going to happen. But, you know, like I said, you just get stuck in those thoughts of anxiety. And its it becomes a whirlpool of thinking... The worst but then you know I wasn't getting where I wanted to so I thought there was nothing my degree was gonna show for like all my hard work was gonna be for nothing but I was finally called back and able to work again for the YMCA in June when things kind of started opening back up so at least being able to get out of the house was a good change But then after that I knew, you know, this wasn't it. As something like I can't I love children. I love children to death. But there was not another ounce of my being that could work in childcare another day in my life. Like I I had worked in childcare since twenty sixteen. I was like, uh, no 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 i'm done i'm done sign me up for something else i don't care what it is at this point get me out of here but then in august i was finally reached back out to by the organization that i had interviewed with in february and they offered me a position i was so excited but also so scared i mean this is my i had only worked in child care pretty much so this was going to be my first adult job in the corporate world i was going to be working in an office i had my own desk i was terrified but so 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 excited for this new journey um and plus it being in the field that i had hoped for i knew there were plenty of opportunities for me in the upcoming years i was ready i was ready to start i was ready ready to get in there Um, and that is probably the best thing I could have ever done for myself was even though you're scared, do it anyway, because by facing all those anxieties, I've been promoted twice since then. And now I'm working in a traveling position. So you never know, like the scariest thing you can do is probably the best thing you can do for yourself. Get out there, try it. You never know where you're going to end up but i will also say as i mentioned it's now i'm in a traveling position with the same company that has brought on a whole new kind of anxiety in itself i mean traveling alone as a woman in your mid-20s that's scary enough we can't even walk outside in the dark let alone people know i'm in a completely new city new state alone Mm. that is something that I had to I had to come to terms with because I wasn't I mean I wasn't gonna let the world dictate what I did with my life this is something I knew I wanted to do coming into this company this was my goal I wasn't gonna let that stop me Um. It's been a huge personal growth moment to be able to say, you know, I've taken 150 flights alone. And let me add, I'd only flown one time before that. So, you know, navigating an airport, especially an airport you've never been to. That, that's, that's fun. That's fun. Visited 25 states, 35 different cities, over 20 different airports all in one, all in a year and a half. It's been crazy. But it's been fun. It's been fun. With everything, there's always a give and take, though. When I offered this position, I had just become a fiance. Literally, me and my boss were talking about the promotion in August of 2021, and then me and my now husband got engaged October of 2021. So he and I had been discussing and i was like i don't know if i want to be away from my future husband that often because i fly two to three times a week not even an exaggeration like i have to be somewhere at least eight times a month and sometimes getting there requires two or more flights and a layover so it's a lot of travel but he he was such a good support system and he continues to be. He told me he was like, you know, you are young. We don't have children. Why would you why would you rid yourself of this opportunity? Go do it and then, you know, once our lives decide to shift, then we'll think of something else or, you know, my company's great. I could I could find a new position within the company tomorrow if I wanted to. Um, but still, this, this opportunity, I couldn't let it pass. And he was so supportive. And like I said, continue to, continues to be so supportive. It's It's been great. And there's always a plus side. Like I said, there's always a give and take. I give my time away from home to be able to take vacations whenever my husband's work schedule allows. Like he and I can fly anywhere for relatively cheaply um i rack up so many miles flying this often that we're able to fly round trip for like twenty dollars for both of us so it's it's a give and take um it's hard to be away from home but it's nice to be able to have those vacations with him and you know to go where we want when we want it's nice um so i really can't complain but the moral of that story was take the leap um do it anyway see where it ends up if you don't like it fine you can find something else but you might end up loving it you never know i Since I tried the whole going to the doctor, the medication thing, and that just didn't work out for me, I've also been trying to find the best way for me to cope with my anxiety. And that has been reading. I can't, I probably didn't read um, anything, you know, that wasn't required since my senior year of high school. Um, All through college, like, I had absolutely no time to just personally read I was in a sorority, I was in college, like that and that alone will take up 90% of your time. I worked part time, like I had no, no time. I wasn't about to sit and read a book if I didn't have to read it. Um, But I will say now, I genuinely can't explain how beneficial that's been for my mental health. Being able to get away from social media and just drift into a whole new world is so refreshing big thing on putting down the social media like that alone will that can send you (laughs) into that can that can do enough and we'll discuss my take on social media in a in a different episode but um my sleep my sleep alone's improved and when i don't read before bed i can just tell the difference like literally prior to you know finding reading as my coping mechanism i would see every hour on the hour every single night like that was just that was normal for me that was if i got a full night's rest and i slept from the time i went to bed to the time my alarm went off i thought something was wrong i genuinely thought something was wrong with me um but waking up every hour on the hour i think was strongly part of my anxiety like i just couldn't shut my brain off i couldn't rest i wasn't i was learning to live on naps basically naps throughout the night um, and that wasn't healthy but now trips to the bookstore that is my new found hobby like if you have any bookstore recommendations other than mckay's or barnes and noble um i live in the greater nashville area nashville tennessee so if you have any suggestions for you know where i can find the best bookstore please dm me on instagram um i would love to find a new bookstore um i just love shopping around for books like i just love how quiet the bookstore is there's not a lot of hustle and bustle um there's not any you know crazy overstimulating lights and screens it's just so calming and relaxing and that's that's become my new favorite thing to do um i'm a thriller girl i love thrillers and suspense so if you have any recommendations or suggestions also send them my way i'm on my freedom mcfadden kick right now if you don't know who freedom mcfadden is please 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 go look her up um, my favorite of hers that I've read right now is The Housemaid. If you're, if you're on TikTok or if you're on BookTok, you know all about The Housemaid and The Housemaid's Secret. I've read them both. The Housemaid, uh, Chef's Kiss, my favorite. I also love Never Lie by her. Um, I've read Ward D, another favorite. Um, The Inmate and, uh, The Locked Door. I just finished that so good. Yeah, I'm on my Freedom McFadden kick. Ten out of ten. She's she's at the top of my list right now. Um, but you know, I like to switch it up. I love a good romance, a little rom com. Um, yeah, I I really haven't been too deep in the rom com world or the romance. Um, but I'm up for anything. Send them your way, send them my way, and I will definitely post my favorite books. Um, onto the Instagram. But if you follow my personal Instagram, I post them there too. Like, I literally have a whole highlight reel, um, of all the books and my ratings. If, if you have Goodreads, you can follow me on Goodreads. I'm all about that. Like, I'm, I'm in the book world right now. Um, yeah. Uh, that's my coping mechanism. Reading. Um, Colleen Hoover. I maybe a bit controversial but i only like verity from colleen hoover she that book is wild that was the first book that i actually picked up in december of 2021 um that's the first book i read that's the book that sent me down my spiral of rating and finding that that was what helped me um but yeah verity that's another one if you're on book talk you know all about it um but yeah it's that's a good one that's that's my recommendation to get you started into reading again and then you'll find your niche what you like that's more of a suspense thriller romance that's kind of everything all in one um so it'll help you decide where you're wanting to branch out to so, while we're on the topic of my Instagram, be sure to go over there and follow the podcast page. It's um, at hi.hey.hello.thepodcast. So, you have access to my Telenom link that's in the bio. Um, I want to kind of start a running segment on each episode to really be able to interact with you all who listen. Send in any and every question you have for me. They'll be completely anonymous. I won't know who's sending what. Um, but I'll answer them all during the Q&A segment towards the end of each episode to be sure. So be sure you listen to the whole thing so you can hear the answers to your questions. I'm already a very open book. Um, that's kind of a pro and con to me. Um, sometimes I tend to overshare. But if if we're going to be friends, you're going to know everything about me. Sorry. Like, that's, that's the way it is. Um, so don't be afraid to ask. I truly will answer anything and everything to my best ability um but i'm excited for the q a portion i really want it i really want this podcast to kind of feel like a um genuinely a best friend relationship like i want to be your own little personal bestie you can pop on and listen to in the car while you're on your way to work or whatever whenever you listen to your podcasts um but i want i want you to be able to ask me questions And I want to answer them. So yeah. We'll have a little Q&A segment. And I'm excited for that to start in the next episode. I also want you guys to utilize um, the Instagram. As a way to kind of send me any topics you want to hear about. Um, Critique me please. I'm all about bettering what I do. And I want this. Like this is for you. Um, So if there's anything I'm doing wrong or that you just don't like let me know um if there's if the mic sounds weird or you know anything just anything i'm up to critiques i'm up to criticism you won't hurt my feelings um but yeah utilize utilize instagram dm me um i want to be friends follow me on my personal instagram um and let's see where this goes lastly you know i just wanted to add that starting something new is always intimidating and scary But if I could leave you with one piece of advice, it would be to take that risk. Um, Taking no risk at all is the biggest risk in itself. You miss all the shots you don't take, you know. You truly never know how big something may work out in your favor if you don't start. I want this podcast to portray those older sister vibes. I mean, this podcast itself was something, was a risk. It's something that I was scared to do, but here we are. I want you to feel related to If Emily can do it, I can do it. Oh, Emily's gone through that? Me too. I don't feel so alone. But genuinely, I want to send out a huge thank you for listening in on this first ever episode of Hi, Hello. And I hope you can join me for episode two. I will talk to you Wednesday.